Hello and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 254, Xbox One launch date. I am your host, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and I am one of your glorious hosts here this evening. And with me, as always, well, hopefully with me this evening, is my good buddy, Rob. What up, my brother? Also known as Presar. What up, as we're doing this as a take two. <laughs> that is correct. Correcto, Alamundo. I had a large hand in uh, in ruining last night's recording, so we are at it again. Mark's out on the road. The, the wingman is winging it today, or you were winging it. I winged it this morning. Yeah, now I'm trying yes. to recoup. <laughs> yes. So, so we, this, yeah. this is take two, and, and hopefully it'll be a wrap. Yeah, well, we had a wrap yesterday. I mean, I know some of the people on our Facebook group – Someone was saying, well, you should release a show anyways, and because I said, well, it's going to be delayed till Monday, and they're like, oh, I need my Sunday night fix, and I'm like, well, we recorded, but what happened, you know, Rob, right after we started and did our what we've been playing, Rob, you know, you got called away by a, a family issue that you definitely had to attend to, you know, crying little kids is important, that's more yes. important, than, but the thing is, is Rob thought he was going to be back in a minute. But when he got back, I was just signing off. I had to do the whole show by myself. And I'm like, this is going to be so boring, everybody listening to me talking oh, the yeah, entire show. Awful. So it's bad enough they have to hear me half the time. So We'd lose half our listeners if they heard that show. I think we'd lose everybody. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so our, our, feed, our feed numbers will go down to zero. It's like, what happened? There's something wrong with the feed? Rob, you screwed up the feed again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get the blame. So we decided to re-record tonight, yeah. but apologies on the audio because we're in a unique situation. So um, my cell phone coverage is spotty, so it, it kept dropping on the cell phone Skype, which we've done in the past. Yep. So, But it's not working, so I had to install Skype on the laptop, and I don't have a headset, so you're hearing me through the mic on the laptop. <laughs> And I'm listening through headphones or through the, you know, cell phone earbud things, which, so you don't get the feedback. So we'll see yeah. what, hopefully, it, hopefully it sounds okay and we'll be hey, doable. It's got to be better than that time that we recorded the show where I think I was on the road driving up to Rockford from Chicago. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember that one. So I was on my cell phone and then you and Brun were on the normal way. Yeah. It's got to be better than that. Oh, well, we'll see, as long as Skype holds up. For sure. So, enough about that. We're recording the show, so uh, anything, any random thoughts you have for mm -hmm. everyone before we get started? Or Not really. I think this. we just had our random thoughts. All right, so <laughs> what have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing, uh, played a lot of Forza Horizon this week. Um, really enjoyed getting back into that game. Sweet. And I completed the... The, there's a, some free DLC that came out for the... Well, I hate to say free DLC because it's free DLC with a bunch of achievements. However, they really did a sneaky, underhanded thing where to get some of the achievements, you really have to purchase cars with real-world money. Um, so there, if you're careful, you can get by pretty minimally, but I think you're going to be stuck with about $10 in DLC cars to Ooh. get... Yeah, so that really is kind of crap, if you ask me. It's like, all right, free DLC, yeah, but you're not going to get the achievements if you don't buy paid DLC. So kind of garbage, but at least it was a fun game, and I enjoyed it. 
but I did complete that thousand event, uh, the, the Horizon 1000 DLC, which was pretty cool. Uh, that actually involved the last one I did last night was doing getting a gold medal on 146 different cars. That was quite time consuming. Wow. So, but it's fun. I just it was it's a great game. I really love it. Okay. Uh, played some Black Ops 2. Uh, I played Crackdown and Crackdown 2. And here's an interesting little side note to these. You know, when everybody knows I'm a big fan of Crackdown, I love the game. When I when Crackdown 2 came out, I was not as excited about it. I kind of was like felt let down. And I'm like this just isn't as good of a game as the first one. Because I felt like they really didn't do much to it and then they just stayed in the same city and you know, it just I don't know, I felt like it was lacking. But now this past week I went back and played both games and found out that actually I kind of like Crackdown 2 because what I liked about it was that Crackdown 2, you get helicopters that you can fly around. Okay. You can, instead of carrying grenades, you can put on thruster boots. And I, to me, that's my favorite thing because you can run and jump from building to building. But sometimes, you know, if you can't get high enough or you can't jump far enough, you got thruster boots, which will kind of help you almost fly. It's not infinite. It's timed. But it still makes getting around in Crackdown a lot easier, a lot more fun. You can jump up in the air and then hit your thruster boots and stay in the air for about 10 or 15 more seconds and shoot people down below you. And, um, you know, you can even actually come down on guys as you're jumping down and then light your boots and set them on fire. Um, there's also the wingsuit. Um, so you can fly around, deploy a wingsuit, kind of, defo- you know, takes a little skill but you can kind of stay in the air for quite a while if you're real good at it um so it it was interesting because when i went back and i played both in the same week i was like you know i was playing the first time i went to play someone with crackdown we found out oh they we couldn't connect because they didn't have all the dlc so they're like well let's just play crackdown too so that's how i was playing it then later in the week i played with someone else who had all the dlc and then i that's where i found like oh man i hate that i can't I don't have the thruster boots, or I can't just jump on a helicopter. And so I was missing all those elements from Crackdown too. So if um, you know, if you guys that are out there playing Crackdown right now because you got it for free, um, I, I recommend if you if you like the game, get Crackdown too. Um, it's it's there is some of those additional things which make it fun. Um, it's not a giant leap forward, and you know I think the whole addition of freaks and stuff was kind of stupid, but it's all based on their story. But um, you know, there is some cool little mechanical things, and, you know, you can get four guys on a squad chopper and fly around and, you know, take out sites just from the chopper never getting out. Um, so you can use mag grenades to attach a car to a, you know, to a helicopter, and you can actually fly your buddy through the stunt rings and stuff. And so there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, so if you do enjoy Crackdown, go go pick up Crackdown, too. I'm sure you can find it real cheap somewhere. Okay. Um, I also played some Dead Island Riptide, I played Red Dead Redemption, and I also tried the beta for World of Tanks, and that that's a, probably the last time I played World of Tanks. Um, I was kind of looking forward to it, I was excited when I got the beta, and then I tried it, and I was just like, yeah, this just isn't for me, it's just, I, I don't know, the it it's just wasn't for me, you know, just, okay. it's about all I can say with it. Um, not saying it's bad, I just really... Didn't have any fun with it. I was like, okay. And so having fun is important. Exactly. You know. <laughs> so what about you? What did you did you play anything this week? 
Yeah, I, I played some uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two, yeah, a Tale of Two Sons. For some reason, I can't remember the name of this game, but <laughs> I got it right this time. Uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, and it was really, really interesting. It was very un- unexpected in terms of how the game plays. Now, one thing that I had really thought of when I heard about this game, how you control two brothers with individual sticks. So how it functions essentially is that you have your controller, the left stick controls one brother, the right stick controls the other brother, and then the triggers are the interact buttons for either brother. So for example, you know, there's something to climb, uh, like a ladder. So you move the brother up to the ladder and you pull the trigger and then he'll start climbing as you're pushing up. And you're controlling both of them at simultaneously. It really reminded me initially of a game called Castles of Dr. Creep from back in the day. I can't remember if it was the Commodore 64 or the Amiga. It might have been the Commodore 64. But this was a, a game where it was uh, a platformer where you have these two guys that people would control individually, or I suppose you could do it by yourself uh, with two hands on the keyboard. But there's all these puzzles of sorts where you take one guy, you put him through the door, and he stands on a platform which opens something else, and then he can go in, pull a switch, then the ladder comes down. It's that kind of progression. So I got this game because this was the first one in the summer of arcade. Uh, for 2013. So I, I got this game and I was expecting Castles of Dr. Creep and I was really blown away by this game. It is far beyond what I ever thought it would be or even imagined just because it seems so innovative, at least in terms of what I've played. Just what they've done with the game, like in the beginning, it must be your father. He's really ill. So he goes out and he's laying on this cart. So you have to take the two brothers. There's handholds on either side of the cart. So you have to line them up and you have to do the, uh, you have to pull the triggers and then they pull the cart. And now you're guiding them together down the roadway and they eventually find help. And you're, you're just trying to use them together. And it's, I'm kind of at a loss for words, Mark. <laughs> it's just so different, so interesting, and so cool that I, I'm really floored by this game. And I, I definitely think it's probably one of the best XBLA games I've, I've played this year. I, I don't know if I don't know if it's the best game of the year, but for just an XBLA title, it's just phenomenal. It is going right up there with uh, Shadow Complex for me. Wow. That says and, a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of cool. Like, there's this one part. I, I don't want to spoil too much in the game, but I, I will mention this one thing just to give you kind of an example of how neat this is. So the guys go up to this one area where there's this big guy. I don't know if he's an ogre, giant, whatever, and he's going to help them. So he basically takes you and he throws you up until, like, the next level, and then he climbs up there. And then he goes and there's like a big ravine. So he'll stand, he'll go climb down, he'll stand across it, he spreads his arms. And then the two brothers walk along the arms. And he'll do things and then you're kind of doing that Tomb Raider, that thing where you 
slide with your hands mm-hmm. across the ledge where you're hanging. They do stuff like that. And it's just kind of neat the, the way that they've gone through and done something new. Because video games have been around for so long now, it's really hard to find something new. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, everything feels yeah, rehashed. <laughs> first-person shooters, they might be set in a different time, but it's still a first-person shooter. Or you got your puzzle game, your your platformer. This is just a new take, and it's it's fresh. So uh, I, I'm really enjoying this one so far, and uh, I'm I'm really impressed. I was actually playing it just before we got on uh, on here to record the show, and I was kind of like, oh, it's already time. <laughs> I don't want to stop. So I, I just need to get back up there, uh, hopefully within six hours, or I think my Xbox will turn off. <laughs> and I'll lose my progress. But uh, like I said, I was, I was really impressed with the game. Uh, definitely check it out. It might not be your thing if you're, uh, uh, you know, it might not be worth buying for you, but definitely check it out and hopefully you'd be impressed with it too. So I don't that, know. that was it. That was it for me. What? I don't know. I got so much other stuff to play right now that I just really don't want to get on. I don't want to get, I don't want to enjoy it. I know no. I have to buy it. I just got so much other stuff going on. Too many games to play. I so, I probably won't check it out. But well, you should. You'll be uh, missing out. I'll, I'll was, think about it. <laughs> I guess it must not be very long. It's probably just a couple hours long. And they were talking about it on uh, Major Nelson's podcast uh, from last week. They said something about how you should probably play it all in one sitting just to get the story. And And I could see that. That, that was interesting uh, to note. I hope it's not long if they want you to do it all in one shot. <laughs> but if it's that short, then it better not charge you. better not be expensive. I think it was 1200 That's 15 bucks. Yeah. If it's that short, if it's really short enough to do in one sitting, of course, I guess some of us will do eight hours in one sitting. So Yeah. <laughs> but that's not it's typical. Like- you know if it's too long when all of a sudden you decide, well, I'm going to stop, and then all of your joints are cold and creaky <laughs> and your legs don't want to move because they've been in the same position for the last couple hours. You get up to go get a drink, and you're like, oh, when, where'd the sun go? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was noon the last time I looked out the window. <laughs> yeah. So that's always fun. Oh yeah. When you come to that realization of how how badly you got sucked into a game, and it's like, what do you mean eight hours has passed? <laughs> what? So, so. alrighty. Actually, I just looked it up. It's an interesting website. How long to beat? Never heard that one before. They're saying three and a half hours. That's pretty short for fifteen bucks. If you if you ask me. Well, you know, that might be, it's some kind of poll. Maybe people put their times in. Well, even if it was four hours or four and a half, that's... Yeah, there's one that's four hours. 
don't know. I, I, I mean, I was paying, what, $5 an episode for Walking Dead, and they were lasting me two to three hours mm-hmm. for five bucks. So three to four hours for three times the price. This doesn't seem like a really good deal, but... It's cool. Uh, okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's all I've got this week. All right, so let's move into our stories. Yep. We've got a bunch. We've actually uh, maybe benefit the community because I've actually added a couple things that came out today So uh, since we first tried to run through this. So there's a few extra things on here, but... Um, Let's start with Battlefield 4's Battle Screen. You know, if you guys saw the um, talk about this at E3, and you know, when EA was talking about this and DICE was demoing it, uh, showing off some cool stuff, it's important that you guys understand that the Battle Screen won't work on the PS3 or the Xbox 3 versions, did I say Xbox 360 versions of Battlefield 4. Um, the battle, the battle log assistant producer Jesper Nielsen said the battle log for Battlefield 4 includes a battle screen feature that populates the player's current live map on a tablet, smartphone, or PC, but only when playing the game on Xbox One, PS4, or PC. Um, so, you know, just keep that in mind. If you were looking forward to those battle log features in Battlefield 4, you're going to have to play it on PC, you know, or Xbox One. So, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if that'll compel people to upgrade earlier or they don't really care. You know, I, I don't know. I, I would say the first time out, people aren't really going to care until they really see what it can do and uh, see it in action. But so anyways, that's our public service announcement. PSA time. <laughs> that's a TLA. All right. So there's a kind of a neat thing that IGN has come up with. It's a... Uh, forum of sorts uh, called, and when I say forum, I don't mean a discussion forum, but a forum forum or bulletin board forum. Anyway, <laughs> so there, it's called Ask Microsoft Anything About Xbox One. This is something where people can pose questions and uh, every Monday at 2 p.m., I, I believe, uh, Mark Witten responds. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. It's, it's just to – you can ask them anything. doesn't mean they're going to answer it. They, right. And a lot of the they'll stuff – They'll cherry pick, I'm sure. They'll, they'll pick what they want based on – because a lot of the stuff they still have to announce that we want to know, they're not going to tell you that right away. They're going to wait and release it in line when, when they want to. But we are getting some, I think, some pretty good answers to some stuff. So I kind of yeah. like this. Oh, absolutely. And I, I got to admit – with what they've got in this thing and what they've recently announced uh, last couple of days, I'm really impressed with the capabilities of the Xbox. I, I really feel that a lot of people have been judging this thing, not knowing anything near what this machine has been capable of. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and there's, um, I think, when we hit our community section, we'll, we'll need to address something that just came out Um that our community is, you know, kind of talking about, having a lot of conversation about. Mm-hmm. I told them we would discuss it, but okay. we'll, we'll save that for the community spot. But when we, why don't we go through these, and I'll ask you the questions, Rob, and you can respond. Okay, I will be – so you can be the users, and I'll be Mark. So Rob exactly. will be Mark today. There you go. So, so Mr. Witten, can you organize your now-expanded friends list 
into categories, for example, college buddies or friends from work, etc.? You'll see us add more in this area in the future. At launch, you'll have your expanded list of friends and the ability to mark favorites so that it is fast and easy to play with the friends you care about most. Okay, so pre-star will <laughs> not be favorited. Okay. <laughs> um, right back at you. <laughs> okay, Mark. Is there a cross-country, or I'm sorry, is there a cross-console party chat? For example, since it's all Xbox Live, can people on the Xbox 360's party chat with their friends on Xbox One? Well, not Mark. For that variety of technical reasons, for a variety of technical reasons, including the sound quality that I talk about below, we don't support voice chat between the two systems. You'll still be able to send and receive text messages on both to friends on both systems, however. Wow. Wow, this is, dude, this is brand new news to me. I had not seen this because these just went up today. Yeah, yeah. I had not seen that one yet, and this one shocks me. Talk about segmenting your community. I guess maybe we just found something new for people to complain about because, as we'll talk about later in the community uh, topic, uh, people were saying it looks like Microsoft's, you know, giving people less and less to complain about. I think they might have just <laughs> might have just opened up a new possibility. Where? <laughs> so, I but I mean, I mean that kind of stinks because you know I know you're getting an Xbox One, but I also know you're never going to be online anyway. So <laughs> I mean, so Zing. it's kind of kind of pointless. I'm not going to be able to talk to you. Most of, most people are going to be waiting. Well, even if I am online, you won't be able to talk to me because I don't have my microphone connected. <laughs> See, so, yeah, I mean, I won't be able to talk to the people. Like all the people I do talk to now, if they're not upgrading and I'm playing Xbox One, I'm going to have to go back to getting used to not talking to people, I guess. Well, you could always have both systems connected and you just talk on your other headset. But that's only if everybody I want to talk to is on 360. Well, you just, okay, then you, okay, here's what, what if you, I got one or two people on Xbox One and one or two people on 360? We, we can't do it. You get one of those headsets, two of them, where they just go on one ear, and you put one on your left ear, one on your right ear. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. No, Problem solved. So. See, I've got a solution for everything. Whatever. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, let's move into the next question. Okay, so we can't chat across systems, but can I at least see what my friends are doing on either console? Yes, you can see your friends on both systems, including their rich presence. My friends that are still on the 360, for example, might see that I'm on Xbox One playing Rise. Since I can have more than 100 friends on Xbox One, if I go back to the 360 and I have more than 100 friends, I, it will only show me the subset of my friends who are friends with me on 360. All right. Well, since Connect must be plugged in for the Xbox One to function, what happens if your Connect breaks? Like if it falls off the top of your TV onto a hardwood floor or something, will the console cease to function? Xbox One is designed to work with the Connect plugged in. It makes games better in many ways, from the ability to say Xbox on and get rights to your personalized home screen, to the ability to control your TV through voice, smart glass, and more. Connect allows you to Search your content, instantly move between games and your personalized dash, and more with just your voice. Connect helps you 
pick up and play by automatically knowing which controller you have in your hands. No more need to interrupt your friend's game or navigate through multiple UI screens to sign in and tell the system which controller you're holding. It'll even bind the controller to the console if it's currently unbound. No searching for special buttons. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Of course. (laughs) Well, (laughs) of course it's nice. And then I will continue. Of course. These are just a few of the system-wide benefits of having Kinect. Games use Kinect in a variety of amazing ways, from adding voice to control your squad mates, to adding lean and or uh, other simple controls beyond the controller to full immersive gameplay. That said, like online, the console will still function if Kinect isn't plugged in, although you won't be able to use any feature or experience that explicitly uses the sensor. I guess that is a very long way of saying (laughs) it'll still work. Yeah, they don't, the thing is, is they don't, yes, they, you do not need to have the Kinect plugged in, which is good news because we were all under the impression you had to. Yeah. And I prefer to not have it plugged in simply for the fact of, uh, I had to unplug my current one because I couldn't even watch E3 because every time they'd say Xbox on TV, uh, it would rewind or pause or stop or fast forward, and, right. you know, all on its own. I didn't say anything. So I had to unplug it just to watch the E3 presentation. So the ability that we can still leave it unplugged now is great. And I also like the fact that they're doing that because this allows, this means we're going to see another SKU without the Connect, which will get this down to the $400 price range. So people who don't want it won't have to pay the premium price for something they don't want, and we can compete with the PlayStation 4 now by giving them, you know, apples to apples. Right, right. So that's that's good. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I first get mine, I'm going to have Connect plugged in. I'm going to try to make use of it, and I want to see, you know, if it is definitely improved. And as long as it can tell when I'm talking and when the TV's talking and if it, if it works as it should, then I'll, I'll leave it plugged in. I don't care. Oh yeah. So, but okay. So how off can connect be when the system is in use? You have the ability to completely turn the sensor off in your settings. When in this mode, the sensor is not collecting any information, any functionality that relies on voice, video gesture or more won't work. We will still, or we still support using it for IR blasting in this mode. You can turn the sensor back on at any time through settings. And if you enter into a required Connect experience, like Connect Sports Rivals, you will get a message asking if you want to turn the sensor back on in order to continue. That's kind of cool. That, that works for me. I think that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it's, that's a little nicer than saying you need to turn your Connect sensor back on. And then you have to back out, go into the settings, find it, turn it back on, and restart. All right, so is there a chat headset included in the Xbox One or not? As you saw in Major Nelson's unboxing video, the console comes with our mono audio headset. This is an area where we've worked hard to improve the audio quality, and it is night and day compared to chat on the on the 360. The Xbox One audio chat headset now streams 24 kilohertz at a 16-bit resolution, uncompressed, both downstream and upstream. 
compared to the 360 that streamed 16 kilohertz downstream and 8 kilohertz upstream at 14-bit res. I think people are going to be very Com- happy. And compressed. That was compressed. Resolution compressed, yeah. I think people are going to be very happy with the audio in uh, game chat and parties. Are Xbox 360 avatars transferring over? And if so, will any changes be made to them? They are. Your avatar will be on the system at launch. And in fact, you'll have some new options, including the ability to do full body HD gamer picks. By the way, we should actually talk more about gamer picks too. We've moved from the old 64 by 64 gamer picks on 360 to a full 1080p. They're beautiful, and you're going to see some really cool hero moments, like when you log in to see a personalized views of your games and other content. That sounds neat. Yep. <laughs> that should be... Uh, we'll see. I guess I'll have to see how it, how it looks in action. Yeah. Can you clarify how, how will Xbox Live Arcade work on Xbox One, or if it will exist at all? Sure. There's no difference between games in the store. Games are games are games. Uh, you'll find them in the same pivots, most popular, new, etc., and we'll be highlighting them in our dashboard experience. And of course, like all digital games content, you can play them on any Xbox One, and anyone can play them on your Xbox One. So will the game uh, DVR capture at the same resolution for example, Forza 5 clips will capture at 1080p and 60 frames per second. And where can our game DVR clips uh, be uploaded to? Well, game DVR captures beautiful clips at 720p, 30 frames per second. The first thing you'll see with our game DVR is the integration of our upload service on the console. The service allows you to manage, edit, and share your content. The clips are stored in the cloud. Also, you'll see games making magic moment videos of your gameplay based on the game DVR functionality, all seamlessly integrated. You'll be able to see these clips on the Xbox One guide in your own game DVR collection and when you're looking at gamer cards on the system. You'll also see games take advantage of this platform capability and do interesting things to integrate uh, captured game footage into the game experience itself. Yeah, one thing I wanted to mention here is, you know, before, I guess when this information came out, this was something that, you know, the haters tried to attach, you know, oh, we can't get 1080p 60 frames a second on their our videos and, you know, stuff like that. The thing is, is that current capture systems, most of them will do the 720p uh, 30 frames. Um, IGN even stated in their recent podcast that that's what their videos are. Their high-quality HD-looking videos, that's what they're recorded at, 720p by 30 frames a second. You know, So if, if you're happy with that and you can't, you're not complaining about them, then you're going to have the same quality, high-quality videos on, on the game DVR that you currently watch when you're watching the, the trailer videos and stuff on IGN. So, you know, it's it, this is not a negative thing. And uh, I, I don't know about you, Rob, but I've captured some with my third-party system, and those things get huge. So I don't need them to be 1080p, 60 frames a second. Oh, it's just yeah. going to make that file even bigger than it already is. So. Oh, yeah. Easily a couple gigs sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then, I mean, on top of it, too, here's another bonus for Xbox One. 
at this time, and I can't remember the acronym, but there's there's no like if you're watching TV and stuff, the you can't record TV and and you know the movies. They got some protection in place, you know, for copyrighted materials. And I can't remember that acronym. HDCP. We, that's that's probably it. So um, you but you can record your games, and Xbox is not going to have any HDCP. Is that what you said, HDCP? Yep. They're not going to have a restriction um, with recording um, devices. So you can still attach a third-party game capturing system like you currently use on your 360. You can use that on the Xbox One if you don't want to use the built-in one. Right. PlayStation 4 right now, um, they have not stated anything, but we do know they have that limitation built in. And they only have one output. So... And it's attached to that HDMI. So uh, we haven't heard anything different from PlayStation, but IGN has said it looks like you're not going to be able to use a third-party capture device. You're going to be stuck using theirs. Right. And everything's going to have to go up to Ustream. So um, so this, this is nice because you're going to get some additional functionality. If you don't like their system, you're going to be able to use your own or bring it, you know, bring something else to the party. So I think that's good. Oh, yeah. You have that flexibility. Yep. Got your options open. All right, so my last question is, can you earn two sets of achievements for the same game? For example, playing Call of Duty Ghosts on Xbox 360 and on Xbox One? Every game has its own set of achievements. So if you're playing Ghosts on 360 and on Xbox One, you can earn separate sets of gamer score in each one. But on the Xbox One version, you're getting a much richer set of features such as seeing your achievements progress on the Xbox One console, being able to unlock new achievements throughout the year, and earning real prizes inside and outside of the game. Xbox One also enables a new concept of challenges where games will be offering special time-based opportunities to earn various goals and collect the rewards. More info on challenges can be found in the Major Nelson blog. Cool. So... This this was a long one, but this was like two weeks worth of questions. Yeah, so, it was. Um, I you know I don't know, Rob. Maybe maybe we should uh, for a little bit longer here. Maybe we should start recording on Monday nights so that we can get this info uh, on each show. Cool, sold. So maybe we'll have to start doing that um, because otherwise we you know it'll be it'll be a week old. <laughs> yes. By the time we get to it. So, but I thought this was really interesting, and I look it is, forward yeah. to seeing what's next. Oh, for sure. So, but next with our stories, um, dude, have you have you uh, ever played Left 4 Dead 1 or 2? No, I did not. Too scary. <gasps> Too scary. Oh. So you probably won't be playing Left 4 Dead 3. See, I've heard so many good things about it. I'm, I'm curious it's, to try it. It's fun. Yeah. It's it's good. They're good games. <laughs> but um, I yeah. guess rec- recently there was a... Um, uh, a tour, I guess, going through the uh, Valve offices. This was part of the International 3 tournament, and uh, one of the Dota 2 players, I guess, took a picture of an internal change log that apparently lists both Left 4 Dead 3 and Source 2 as current projects. So I don't think anyone really questioned whether this was in the you know coming or not, but it is good to know that they got Left 4 Dead 3. Uh, yeah. But they're working on it because that's cool, man. That's I'm, I'll be on board with that day one. So works for me. Oh, heck yeah! 
I, I'm like I said, I'm really interested in checking that out. Just I'm too scared. Too scared. <laughs> it's Although not scary. Walking Dead may have uh, desensitized me. It's very different from Walking Dead, I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So moving on. Uh, the Xbox Live family packs will be converting over into individual gold accounts on August 27th. And that is, what day is that? That is Tuesday, uh, approximately two weeks away. So at the end of the month, last Tuesday of the month, uh, you'll be getting individual accounts. And wasn't, didn't some, somebody posted something in the forum or in the, on Facebook group, didn't they? I think so, yes. Did it happen to them already, or, or was just uh, I think a they were just reporting the story. They got the email about it. Is it yeah. going to happen, what, at the end of the month? Yeah, August 27th. Right. And Microsoft will be adding an additional three months of time to every gold account that uh, that basically, what is it, that has this happen to them? Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, if you have a family of four already and you've got the family plan, every all those four people are going to get individual gamer accounts, Xbox Live accounts, and they're going to get, in that, you know, three months of uh, Xbox Live. So, okay, it's, so that's, it's a free year, if you, you know, in that, you know, if you look at it that way. Yeah. So that's basically, but it's not, uh, like, cumulative, right? It's... Three months for everybody individually. Correct. Correct. I'm just saying it, it, yeah. it equates out to a year if you, yeah. if you have four accounts. Yeah. So. So look for that at the end of the month. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So next one is Call of Duty Ghost Squads mode was teased recently. And I mean, that's all we know. There's and it looks like there's going to be a new mode in the game called Squads. We will probably hear more about that this Wednesday when uh, the Call of Duty uh, multiplayer reveal uh, takes place this Wednesday morning. So we'll probably have a lot more information for you next week and hopefully find out what Squads is all about. But I'm hoping it's like a co-op mode. The, um, was it Modern Warfare 3 had Spec Ops, I think. It had Spec Ops, but that was the co-op mode. Uh, That was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we got the Call of Duty Black Ops one and two, they got the zombies there. So, you know, hopefully squads is kind of a, I'd like to see more co-op, maybe, you know, something done real well, like they did with Modern Warfare 3, but give me more than just two players. Give me four or something. That'd be cool. Okay. All right. Uh, this was kind of a, the next thing was a kind of a shocker to me a little bit where, Ubisoft has basically already planned the ending of the uh, Assassin's Creed franchise. Is that is that a good way to put it? Yep. Franchise. Well, yeah, it's a so, franchise. Yeah. So they already have it planned out. They they know the story arcs that are going to happen, and they they just never announced when it's going to happen. <laughs> but they know <laughs> exactly. it's going to happen, and it would be interesting if they actually close out the story you know what i'm saying or if yep. they close out the story versus just it ending because most of these things just end because the game the last game flops and they don't make another one and the rest of them get canceled so maybe they'll just go through and actually conclude it that, that'd be kind of interesting 
But then again, it also reminds me of, I think it was you and I, we went to see Ozzy Osbourne's last tour. That, that wasn't me, no. Oh, maybe that was me and Dan. I cheated on you, sorry. How dare you? That was the No More Tours tour. I'm leaving you. <laughs> Needless to say, there was a couple of tours after that. <laughs> yeah, so much for No More Tours. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed, it will end one day, as will, as will everything. Well, I mean, that's the thing. There's several ways you can look at it. Like, yeah. either it's good news because they're not going to let the franchise just, they're not going to just drive it into the ground. They're, you know, they may plan to say, even if we're on a high note, we're just going to go out to the franchises, you know, it goes yeah. out on a high note. Or, you know, it, 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 they'll be saying, yeah, we have an end for it. Well, yeah, after you start not selling games anymore because people are tired of it, then yes. there you go. There's the end of it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, it's hard to read into it. But I, if the story is meant as the way I hope it is, then I think this is good because that means that if they have a, if they're sticking to a story and they're not just like, wow, we were so successful, let's just pump out more, then you're going to get quality games, quality storylines, and it, it's just not going to be like, okay, just throw something out there. So I think this is good for gamers and, uh, yeah, you know, good news. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so one day maybe that, what is that system called? Avatus or something? What it's called? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the Animus? Animus, that, yeah. So the yeah. Animus will one day break. <laughs> so sad. Sure. Yeah. So moving on. All right. Well, you guys, you know, maybe you're listening to us because you know, we're just awesome. Or maybe you noticed that our title this week was. Um, Xbox One launch date. And you're like, huh, what, huh, who, huh? I didn't hear a launch date. Well, we've got some possible release dates for the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, but in the UK. So Xbox One and PlayStation 4 will be available in the UK within two weeks of each other if a set of leaked dates from retailer Toys R Us are to be believed. BT Games reports that Xbox One will be available in Britain on November 29th, while the PlayStation 4 will arrive on December 13th. When Toys R Us was contacted for comment about whether these are simply placeholder dates or if they had factual basis, a spokesperson replied, I can confirm this information has been given direct from our suppliers and is accurate. Following this, Microsoft released the following clarification. We have announced that Xbox One will launch in November, but have not shared any further details. Um, it's so they say to stick for stick to news.xbox.com, uh, where you'll get the information when they actually release it. But so here, here's the question I have. If these dates are true, and these are UK dates, with video games, the US tends to get the stuff first. Usually, yeah. And I know when the original Xbox launched, it was in the U.S. first, and everybody got it. Actually, they got it months. Other countries got it months later. But 360 launched worldwide. Everybody got it the same day. I would expect the same with Xbox One, that it's going to be a worldwide release. So I don't expect that we would, if this is a true date, that I, I would think that's what we can say for the U.S. as well. So, But what do you think of November 29th, Rob? I don't like it as much as November 12th. 11, 12, 13? Yeah. I, I, I don't, I like the 11, 12, 13 idea, but I don't like, 
I don't like it because <laughs> I won't be home to get it. You're so selfish. So I, I like the 11.5. Yeah. So that I play Call of Duty. I like that but, one even better than 11, 12, 13. But I, you know what? I think that this date actually is probably, I bet this is accurate or really darn close because we're going to talk about another story here in a few minutes about GameStop and something that they're doing. And, you know, they should, they probably know just like these, you know, these retailer outlets probably already know when this, when the release dates are, you know, um, and GameStop's doing a promotion, like so we'll talk about it in a minute, which makes me think, okay, now that promotion makes sense. Because it wouldn't really make sense if the box is coming out on November 5th, the same day as Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty game comes out. And, and we'll go, I'll, I'll explain more later. But, you know, I, I think maybe the end of the month is where we're going to see this thing launch. Um, and, and if the PlayStation 4 comes out on December 13th, they're only going to basically get two weeks at the end of the year, and that's it. Um, and even Microsoft's only going to have four weeks. Right. So if they get a two-week lead, I think that might be a good thing, you know? That's going to be a crazy time this holiday season. <laughs> it will be. With those it's systems. Just... Well, I think if you don't have a pre-order, you're not going to see it this year, period. Yeah. I think, you oh, know, sure. it'll be interesting. So we'll you know, see what happens. The... Based on the last couple of times with the 360 and the original Xbox, it'll be months. Yeah. So I'm excited. I've yeah. never pre-ordered a console. Never, had, never been on a bleeding edge. So we'll we'll see if this is the the last time I ever do it, or if this becomes a trend. <laughs> I was actually talking about this uh, with a coworker, because we both co we both pre-ordered. And if you don't pre-order, then all of a sudden you want it really bad. And that's when you can't get it. And then you just waste so much time trying to find it. You go to stores, you're looking online. Hey, you know, this place has some. And you start running to, to get it and then they're gone. It's just, it's just not worth it. Just pre-order it. Pre-order yep. it. Save yourself a lot of hassle and probably <laughs> gasoline. And you'll be able to spend that time playing games instead. And then you can talk with Rob and me in the party while playing. Or at least Mark. <laughs> at least me. Yeah. There's, that might be reason enough to stay on the 360. He's going to be like, man, if I get Xbox One, I know Wing's going to be bugging me every time because yeah. I'll be the only guy on his friends list with an Xbox One. Yeah. So. That's but. right. But I'll be there to co-op with you, man, get you those achievements and, you know, yeah, I got to think of it that way. <laughs> Done deal. So. All right. So. All right. Moving on. August 27th. We just talked about it as a special day for the uh, the family stuff going away. Well, there's something else that's happening on that day. It's Black Ops 2 Apocalypse DLC will be releasing and it includes Zombie Origins. So Origin stars the four original heroes from the uh, first Zombies map, which uh, I guess are Tank, Nikolai, Takio, and Richtofen. Um, and this is uh, Diesel Punk. Hmm. I never heard that before. <laughs> is that a newer version of Steampunk? I I don't know. It must be because 
steam became a form of diesel. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's in World War One era France that's been overrun with the undead. So look for that on the 27th. And don't forget, there's a thousand foot robot in the game. Yay. <laughs> that's supposedly a big deal. It is. That's what they're saying. This is... I, I thought it was a big deal. That's why I left it out. <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> don't be dissing the zombies. This is a. I don't play the zombie mode, but this is pretty popular in, in Call of Duty. So a lot of people like the zombie mode. So a thousand feet is so big. It is. That's crazy. How do you make a thousand foot robot? With large pieces of steel. <laughs> And Diesel Punk? I don't know what that is. <laughs> you look it up on the interwebs and you'll know. Actually, that kind of reminds me of, what's that, Pacific Rim? That movie? Yes. That looks kind of cool. i got to check that out. It looks corny. <laughs> you just got to go in with certain expectations. <laughs> don't expect much and it might be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Well, sad news for the MMO world. Tryon Worlds is closing. They have closed uh, Defiance's San Diego Development Studio. Um, they've decided to move the day-to-day operations of Defiance to Redwood, uh, their Redwood City studio, where it can be managed alongside Rift and other development titles that they've got going on. So I, I kind of find this as sad news because I was hoping that uh, Defiance would do well because it's an MMO. It's kind of a new thing for the 360 and I'm hoping to see more MMO-style games on the Xbox One. So hopefully this won't impact other developers willing to take a risk um, and do an MMO, but I guess we will see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then for the game Payday 2, which releases tomorrow, August 13th, uh, the pre-orders for this game have already made back all the money that the publisher provided to the development studio. So that's pretty, uh, well, that's pretty impressive. I know these things aren't cheap. So the pre-orders for this game were pretty darn good, I would imagine. We'll we'll see what the actual sales numbers are if they release that in the future. This is uh, the sequel to the game Payday, as uh, the uh, the original uh, characters go through, and they do a crime spree in Washington D.C. This game sounds like fun, man. Yeah. You get four-player co-op and you're going out with your buddies to commit crimes. <laughs> I think this could be a lot of fun. And there's, like, different classes of the characters. So yeah. I'm kind of wondering if it's like that Monaco game you like where, you know, one guy's maybe someone's an explosive guy or somebody, you know. Oh, yeah, they have different abilities. Different abilities and stuff. So this could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to this thing, to play oh, it yeah. when I get back. But it's, yeah, that was impressive that a game, I mean, it's not often you hear about a game where they're already profitable before the game ships, especially mm-hmm. in a smaller, you know, studio, you know, or smaller. Oh, it's, not yeah, like, yeah. it's not like this is Call of Duty. I mean, you expect them to make their money in pre-orders. Oh, yeah. You know? All right, as we spoke earlier um, about a GameStop offer, which I think kind of warrants or maybe backs up the story about the um, November 29th release date for the Xbox One. GameStop is offering ex- credit when trading eligible Xbox 360 games to upgrade to the Xbox One version. 
And so what this does, uh, the games that are eligible are Call of Duty Ghosts, Electronic Arts, or, well, Call of Duty Ghosts, Madden NFL 25, FIFA 14, Battlefield 4, and Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. So those are the, the titles that will work. So what I think, what I think is why I think this helps warrant it is that we know Call of Duty comes out November 5th. So if, you know, essentially what they're saying is you can buy the 360 version, play Call of Duty as soon as it comes out, and then say that the, the version comes out, uh, the Xbox One comes out on November 29th, and of course that version comes out, you can bring that game back in within 30 days of you purchasing it. They'll give you $50 trade-in credit coupon. Um, and, um, well, actually, dollars uh, to trade that game in, and then you can basically pay 10 bucks to get the Xbox One version. However, uh, you must be a Power Up Rewards member at the time of the purchase of a new eligible Xbox 360 title within 30 days of its initial release, and then trade that game at any U.S. GameStop location for the new Xbox One standard version of the same game. Following the purchase of an eligible current generation title, members will receive the guaranteed $50 trade credit coupon via email and in their Power Up Rewards active offers and then you must redeem the redeem the coupon by twenty dollars out front and then basically get sixty dollars back eventually but but you know at least it's something i guess if you you want to play i'm just going to wait till the xbox one version of ghost come out because i it's not going to do any good to you know unless they have some cross platform where your soldier stats will transfer to the new one then there's no need for me to get the Xbox 360 version and then have to start all over again on the Xbox One. But maybe I'll game fly it, but we'll see. There you go. <laughs> all right. So Dead Island is something that uh, we can probably say that you've enjoyed, right? Oh, you could probably Just say a little that. bit. Just a, a little, little bit. bit. Well, they have announced uh, another title in the series, Dead Island Epidemic. So this title will be coming out, um, so it's on the way. However, there's a gotcha. There's a gotcha to this. Uh-oh. It's going free-to-play and only on the PC. Oh, bummer. Which is a double bummer, isn't it? Yes, it is a bummer. So it's free-to-play, which means they'll nickel and dime you. <laughs> and it's on, yep. right? I mean... Nope. <laughs> It's like, okay, here's all your zombies. You need to, in, in order to get the weapon, you need to grow your patty pan squash. <laughs> you need to harvest and, or harvest, then plow the field and do all your patty pan squash and your zucchini. And don't let it spoil. Don't let it rot. It's, it's disappointing. Well, actually on both fronts, that it's on PC only and that it's free to play. Maybe this will change. Probably. Are you still there? Very unlikely. I am still here. I have been talking the entire time, so we can keep going. Yeah, or major but, Skype issues tonight. Yeah, extreme. And I'm sure people will know by now because there's been like little spots in particular where you've been talking and it drops out for a second or two. But what, what are we going to do? We are. Uh, we've got what we've got. So, Dead Island Epidemic, uh, look forward to Next soon. time you record is Ignore Your Child. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Or you can have a, a Wi-Fi hotspot card or something where we don't need to rely on the hotel internet. But, okay, so that was Dead Island Epidemic. Moving on. You still All right. right. Yep. Moving so on. X- Xbox One. Uh, game DVR and all this other good stuff. Um, the basically the gist here is you're gonna need to have Xbox Gold Big for surprise. a lot of the features. Yeah, um, DVR, Skype, um, these features that are gonna be required. Gold subscribers, uh, as well as the smart matchmaking and stuff like that. Um, so just kind of keep that in mind. If not that later, keep I, keep I, that it, in mind. It may not really what? matter. Keep that in mind if what? I I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in mind if you're planning to, um, uh, you know, you exp- with them getting rid of the, the family plan, and but they're doing this home gold thing we're going to talk about in a little bit. It, it doesn't really matter as long as you got one person on the Xbox One that is a gold subscriber. Everybody that... Can, everybody that can log into that that Xbox One and use these features. So it, it sounds negative, but it really isn't. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, this is kind of an interesting story. So there's been a lot of little consoles that have been releasing lately. In particular, a lot of them have been Android-based. Uh, there was the Ouya, which uh, I happen to have myself. Uh, there's the NVIDIA Shield, which I think just released recently, or it's going to be out soon uh there's a whole bunch of stick devices and so forth uh there's been some rumors about google coming out with one while amazon is developing an android console to be released later on this year and this was a little bit of shock to me i hadn't heard this before and i'm also not surprised considering that they have all the kindle devices and they have the store. So it just makes sense that they're going to do something like this and, and try to profit from it. So the release date for this uh, will supposedly be uh, a, it'll be somewhere by Black Friday. So that would be towards the end of November. And also it'll probably coincide somewhere pretty close to the Xbox One launch, I would think. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing does release at that time, that it kind of just sneaks under the uh, under the radar. Nobody really notices it. Okay, everybody, if you haven't figured out by now, we are having major technical difficulties tonight. So we are going to try one last story, and then we're calling it a night. <laughs> we're just not yeah. meant to record tonight. Skype is uh, angry with us. But um, the last story we have is on um, an update from the Xbox Wire on the sharing of digital games. So, uh, essentially, everyone in your home can share digital games with each other. Your Xbox One becomes your virtual game library filled with digital games that different people in the home bought. So, anyone can pick any digital game in your Xbox One, sign with their own gamer tag, and play, even if the owner is not signed in. Like physical media, you can also play many digitally downloaded games without being online um, as well. Um, because your digital games go with you, you can also use and share digital games when you sign into another console. And if you happen to buy a digital game when you are signed in on your friend's console, your game will also be available on your home Xbox One console for anyone to use. Sharing digital games is a great feature of Xbox One, and we're making it possible for Xbox Live Gold members to share some of the best benefits. 
So some of these sharing, um, what they're talking about, and this is what I mentioned earlier, that what sounded like a negative thing where you had to have gold to use Skype and, yeah, Skype, wonderful Skype, um, and all these other things. Um, it's really not necessarily that bad of a deal because as long as you have one, they've got what they're calling um, X, a home gold, and it will enable any Xbox Live Gold member on Xbox One to extend many gold features to others at no additional cost. Uh, one Xbox Live Gold account delivering great benefits to everyone in the home. So, for example, um, Xbox Live Gold members can extend gold member gold benefits, including multiplayer gaming, which is cool, game DVR, smart match, and access to entertainment and ex- apps and experiences, including NFL on Xbox, Skype, Internet Explorer. So... At home, you can set up your console so that anyone who uses it will enjoy multiplayer gaming and access to the entertainment apps, even if you are not home or logged in. And on the go, you can log in at a friend's house, and everyone there can enjoy multiplayer gaming and access to entertainment apps while you're logged on. If you're an Xbox Live Gold member, an unlimited number of people can enjoy many benefits of Xbox Live Gold while they're using your home Xbox One console. Friends and family will simply create their own account and gamer tag and, and will be able to enjoy Xbox Live online, multiplayer gaming, and access to entertainment apps. So I think this is cool because recently my son and I tried to do Spartan Ops in Halo 4, and you can't do it because he has a local account, and you have to have an online account. So he had to go in as like a guest. So now this would alleviate that issue, which I think is kind of cool. Um, if you're an Xbox One... You go to a friend's house and you want to play co-op multiplayer, even if your friend is not a gold subscriber. Once you log in with your gold account, everyone using that console can access multiplayer and entertainment apps as long as you're logged in. If you're a gold member today, you're already set for Xbox One, uh, uh, you know, live on Xbox One, no big deal. And um, what what is kind of cool is with F- Xbox One, everyone in your home has a personalized account which will enable powerful and personal experiences. That's one of the reasons they wanted to create the home gold. So it means that your account and your gamer tag are truly yours. You don't have to share your gamer tag for multiplayer games with others in your home or see recommendations for your kids' cartoons next to the recommended first-person shooter for you. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, and uh, so I, I think the loss of the family plan really with the way they're doing the sharing is not its not going to change anything. It's actually going to be better. So... Thank you, Microsoft. Yay. <laughs> and also, yay, thank you, Microsoft, for not disconnecting us. <laughs> yeah, don't jinx us. Don't. We've been disconnected so many times tonight. It's horrible. Yeah. I'm looking right now. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's eight files right now. Yeah, have fun putting all that together and making it sound good. I will absolutely not have fun. I refuse. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on before we get cut off again. Yes. Because now they're filth- throwing me an ad for a truck, so <laughs> that might disconnect us. <laughs> yes, that truck will use all your bandwidth. It probably. Yeah. So that's it. That's right. Yeah. Well. Yep. Okay. All. So if you want to talk in our community, we're not going to do the community thing that I said we were going to because we just can't stay connected tonight. So we'll we'll you know maybe we'll have a community show and everybody can sound off uh, later on. Um, but. If you want to join the, the lively discussions, uh, look for this Xbox Life on our Facebook. Um, and we got a good group of people out there. Con- email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, look for us on Twitter. And you can also use the voicemail app on our website to leave us a message or get you, make a comment. Yeah. 
And then uh, this week's retail releases, we can just run through them really, really fast. Payday 2, Charlie Murdered, Dishonored, The Brigmore Witches, and Phineas and Ferb, Quest for Cool Stuff. The Charlie Murder is the Summer of Arcade title. That is correct. Yes. So And that uh, is all. That's it. If you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars. And um, that's it, man. I'm out of here, Rob. I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Um, this is Wingman709 taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Prusar. I'll catch you all later. Thanks for listening, everybody.